As board-certified educational therapists, we are able to observe trends throughout the year, Smarties. And today we talk about what the new school year mentality looks like, why it is important to talk about it, and the role of parents, students, and educational therapists at the start of the school year. Smarties, Learn Smarter Pro is starting in a couple of weeks, but it is not too late if you want to join this coming round. So reach out to us at Rachel and Steph at LearnSmarterPodcast.com or better yet, just go directly to our website, www.LearnSmarterPodcast.com and click on Learn Smarter Pro. Join us. Learn Smarter Pro is our group coaching program and it is one of our favorite things to do throughout the year and it is not coming back in 2022. This is the last cohort of 2022. And we're not sure when it's coming back in 2023 or if it's coming back in 2023. So please be sure to go and submit your application. We are processing through them pretty quickly at this point, and we would be thrilled to have you be a part of it. Go ahead and apply. Let's dig in. You want to learn faster, but sometimes working harder is just not the answer you have to learn smarter the educational therapy podcast hi smarties welcome to episode 227 of learn smarter the educational therapy podcast i'm stephanie pitts i'm rachel cap and we're back so steph how long do you think it's been since we've recorded i think july i think it's probably been that long so we are recording this on september 12th (laughs) 2022. And this episode comes out in two weeks. Yeah. So we're still ahead. Mm -hmm. It's not like we're recording this the day the episode comes out, which I don't think we've ever done. I'm not worried about it. We both agreed that we wanted to take a little break over the summer. And so we did. So here we are. Here we are. But we didn't take a break from each other. No, no, just from recording. (laughs) From recording. So here we are. And how was the end of your summer? It was good. It felt good to be back in the swing of work. I didn't really take much of a break this summer. So I don't know why you said that, but work was slower. And so things are like ramping up again, mm-hmm. which is nice. I really thrive being busy. We did go away for a couple of days, but with family. It would have been nice to do something just the three of us, but yeah, we will. Yeah, you will for sure. What about you? You had a great summer. I did have a good summer. I just got back from Disney World where I ate all the food, you guys. So when we met last week, I was like, okay, so how was the trip? You told me about a couple of rides and like how good Disney World is about getting you from point A to point B, but... You were like, Rachel, every restaurant had options for me. Yes. So Steph is gluten-free. Yeah, I can't have gluten, and it really affects me. So I'm usually very limited in my choices in things that I could eat. And we went to one restaurant, and they told me there were four things on the entire menu that I couldn't have, and I could have everything else. And I was so overwhelmed by having so many choices because I'm not used to it. 
that it felt overwhelming. I was asking what everybody else got because I didn't know what to choose. And I got to have gluten-free churros, which is one of my favorite things. And there's just a lot of things that I could eat. And that just... It changes things. It's just one of those things that I don't get to enjoy as often and usually doesn't taste as good. And so there were a lot of things that I could eat and they tasted really good. So that was definitely a highlight. And the rides are definitely fun, but I liked all the eating. (laughs) You were there for like a week. Such a dream. So fun. We took all the transportation. They have buses and they have a Skyliner and they have ferries and monorails and just all the things. Like, that's fun. And weather-wise? It rained every day. (laughs) Storming. We're recording this on the 12th. And if you're in Los Angeles, we had some rainstorms over the weekend. When I got home, it felt exactly like Florida here. And I was like, I do not understand why this is still happening. It's been really humid. It's been really hot in LA. Really hot. Yeah. And I don't have air conditioning. And so that's been rough. It was hotter in LA than it was in Palm Springs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was like 75 in Palm Springs and like 110 here. It was 100 in Hermosa Beach. So right next to the beach. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. So Steph, what have you been watching? Update me. Did you finish our show? No, didn't finish the show yet. I've been watching Married at First Sight. Same. And Below Deck. What do you think of Mitch? He's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. If you're watching the show, yeah. you know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> He's the one that my sister-in-law and I, that's the relationship we text about. It's a lot, for sure. Yeah. We started the Elvis movie over here. Oh. And I'm not a Baz Luhrmann fan, so it's like we can start there. Okay. I don't know if we're going to finish it. It's really long. And I sort of already know how it ends because I know what happened to Elvis. Yeah. But Andrea, friend of the show, she was like, you need to watch the last half hour. But I don't know. It's on HBO. Hmm. All right. So should we dig in? We just wanted to kind of update each other on. Sometimes we don't talk about the TV stuff unless we're recording. So (laughs) it's fun to get the update. But shall we dig into the episode? Yeah, we should dig into the episode. This is something that... You brought up and just could not be more true. Yeah. And the timing and just the things that, you know, we're both experiencing with our clients and the practices are experiencing. And it's the same thing every year. So we've been doing this a while, right? So one of the cool things about being in a profession a long term is that you're able to start seeing trends. And one of the byproducts of doing this podcast is I think both of us are always looking for trends, right? Like we're looking for things that we're noticing across the board with all our clients and with parents. And like, oftentimes there are things happening in the zeitgeist that you are experiencing and I am experiencing, or one of us will share a story and it triggers an episode, right? So one of the things that we wanted to talk about today is the start of the school year mentality. And what we mean by that is that almost every single one of our students is going into the year feeling like this is my year. This is the year that is going to be different 
from all previous years. And we'll talk about the student experience. I also think we need to talk about the parent experience and then our role in all of this. But what is absolutely significant is that the vast majority of the students that we work with all believe what happened last year isn't going to happen again. Mm -hmm. And the true story is that it likely won't if they are consistent with their clinician. I want to make sure that people understand that and remember, because it's so easy to forget. Our brains make us forget that this happens every year. A lot of students will say it was that teacher, it was that class that was hard for me, it was that school, it was, you know, whatever XYZ was. And did that contribute? Yes. However, the things that are going to happen this year are going to be recreated just with different classes and different teachers and different experiences. But the struggle is still there. And a lot of students come in after the break going, okay, I can do this. I'm going to give it my all. They feel rejuvenated and they want to start out and they want to please their parents. They want to get good grades. They want to do what they need to do. And so here's the first thing that happens, I think. They have this want and desire to do well. And then the school year starts off slower. It's always review from last year. Most of the time, it's a workup of homework. It doesn't start off out of the gate with a bunch of homework and a bunch of tests. So at the beginning, they start to think, oh, this year's different. It's not going to be like last year because I've got this. It's not intense. But the thing is, is that it's not intense yet. And so... I think you saying if they're consistent with their clinician, yes, absolutely. If they're willing to make the changes and do the things. A lot of times, so many kids struggle because they don't want to do the upfront work. Okay, let's think about this. Marie Kondoing your house requires you taking everything out and touching it and seeing if it sparks you joy and then putting it back. So you have to take everything out first, which maybe you could do, but then you're going to have to put it all back. So having the upfront work of taking it all out feels like a lot sometimes, and maybe you won't do it. I completely agree. And this is why we recommend that if learners have paused over the summer, that they start at least two weeks prior to the start of the school year because they have bandwidth which is the next thing that we want to talk about too. So going back to my claim that if you're consistent with your clinician, the school year likely will be different. I am thinking of that in the context of I have come in as the therapist in April. And when you're coming in in April, when you're coming in even in March, not at the start of a semester, not at the start of a school year, Oh, it's catch-up for sure, yeah. It's management of all the fires that are already burning. And what I often will say to those clients is like, it's never going to feel like this again. This is what we are working on and working towards right now. We're just trying to play catch-up, but we are going to get ahead and it's going to feel easier. Mm -hmm. 
And so there aren't going to be as many fires. So that was what I was meaning in that context. But I agreed with everything that you also shared. But do you want to talk about bandwidth a little bit? Yeah, the bandwidth, I think, is really important in a lot of respects because there's different ways that kids manage things or students manage things. And they have the bandwidth at the beginning and then it starts to teeter off. And when they lose that bandwidth, it's very hard to come back from it, as Rachel was just saying. One of the things that I talk about often with my clients, and I know you do too, is most of them have iPhones and or some smartphone. And so one of the things that I talk about with them is asking them what their current systems are, what they think is working for them, right? One of the biggest things that comes back is, how do you know what your homework is? If you've been a longtime listener to the show, you know how we feel about that. Yeah, that might work today, but that's not necessarily going to work tomorrow. And the reason that I talk to them, and this really resonates with a lot of them, because they a lot of them are concerned about battery life in their phone, right? If they don't have a charger and their phone dies, that's not a good feeling. So... I say to them, what happens when you're running all the apps on your phone at once? The first answer is usually it runs out of battery. Because that's anxiety producing when your phone's about to die and you don't have any sort of way to charge it. So when I compare that to them keeping their homework in their brain and making their brain run out of juice, basically... A lot of kids, a lot of students, it resonates with them in a way that I don't think that it had before. And so usually they're a little bit more willing at that point to hear me out and try to do something a little differently. It depends. If you have a rigid kid, yes, the start of the year is the best time to change something up. We're big advocates of making a deal, of trying something out for as long as the kid can tolerate it, and then acknowledging that you can always go back. Yeah. They never do, by the way, if you make that deal. They just go with you. Uh, I think maybe it's happened once or twice. That you've had to go back? Mm -hmm. I've never had a kid have to go back. Because usually by that point, they're like over the argument. It depends on how intense the argument really is and how much I had to push. There's been a couple, but... The majority (laughs) go with it. Yeah. It's not just the learners themselves, the students in school who are starting off the new year with a new mentality. It's the parents too. And managing expectations. And hope. And hope. And channeling that and making sure that everybody is not putting too much pressure on each other is an important conversation that I've had to have with a couple parents already this year of like, let's just take it a step at a time. And yes, we're in alignment about these goals, but these are the goals. This isn't something that I can realistically expect at this point. And having those difficult but important conversations. The goal is the top of the staircase. Right. Right. You got to take the stairs. There's no elevator here. Yeah. So Steph, what would you say our role as the ed therapist is in this start of the year mentality that a lot of students are starting off the year with? Well, I think it's a lot of metacognition to start with. A lot of understanding what you felt last year, what you feel this year and why. 
That's why we're big fans of doing smart goals and having them be manageable. The more that we can talk about what feels good and what feels like it's working is important and helping them help their future selves. I'm always a big fan of that, but it's very hard, especially for kids that are time blind and can't predict or feel the future. But the more that we can be cognizant of reminding them what it felt like or having some milestones or markers for it that they can go back to. I think we have an episode planned or in discussions about simple frameworks that you can use with learners that help them hold on to that metacognition and help them to remember writing a letter to your future self, documenting progress, all those sorts of great things can be really, really critical in helping us to capitalize. Mm -hmm. I think acknowledging and really breaking down with them where they're getting these feelings and helping them understand more because it makes sense that they go in thinking, I got this this time. I wasn't motivated last time or I didn't know what I was doing or whatever they feel that they don't remember that they felt at the beginning of the last time. Mm -hmm. You know, it's hard. I don't blame them. But the thing is, is that they start off with this full tank of gas and as they use the gas and they're not filling it back up, eventually you're going to run out. And do you want to run out at the gas station or do you want to run out on the freeway? So helping them learn that, especially for the older kids who are now responsible and driving and having to get their own gas, that really resonates with them. So just acknowledging it and acknowledging that even though it feels like this is going to be different, you have to do something in order to actually make it be different. Perfect. So have a great week, Smarties. Have a great week.